0: I'm joined today by Erica Telly. She's the Senior Product Marketing Manager for Records Management and Information Governance at Microsoft, and that, that is a big title with a big job. She's also the author, I'm gonna grab it, of a new book titled, Microsoft 365 Compliance, A Practical Guide to Managing Risk, which I am thoroughly enjoying, has nothing to do with how she got on the podcast. That's actually a different story uh, and how I how I recently got her email address so I could invite her to this. But thank you so much, Erica, for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So Erica, share a bit uh, about who you are, where you're from, and, and what you do.
1: Well, that is a big question. <laughs> um, well, uh, who I am? Uh, well, I work at Microsoft in records management, as you mentioned. Uh, so I look after our records management business, including all countries, sectors, um, and work with the various owners of say the federal government sector or the people out there selling our solutions or helping them be used by customers Mm -hmm. um, to make sure we have a consistent vision, message and are working towards growing the business. Um, I think you asked where where I'm from. Where are you from? (laughs) Yeah, so I grew up in a small town in Eastern Washington and also in Northern Idaho in an area called the Palouse. Um, so there's these college towns, Moscow, Idaho, Pullman, Washington, they're eight miles apart, but in different States. Um, and my father lived in Moscow and my mother lived in Pullman. Uh, so I kind of grew up between the two. Um, I mean, it was great because they're university towns. There was a focus on education. There was a lot to do, but I graduated with like 120 people from my high school. Wow. Um, then I moved over to the Seattle area to Puget Sound for college, and I went to a small liberal arts school called the University of Puget Sound and uh, got my business degree on, in their honors business program. And it's kind of funny like it's a tiny school like the whole school had 2700 kids, uh, but there's so many people now that work at Microsoft that I graduated <laughs> with. Uh, like. Ryan Cunningham, who was a program manager for uh, Power Apps, he was one of my best friends in college, and it's so crazy now that we work in the same area
0: that is funny that that uh, uh, liberal arts college I guess but it i mean it is local locale wise right it's close at least yeah <laughs> uh so what made you pick business?
1: um well, I was kind of a weird kid uh I like always, I always wanted to like improve things and it was a small town, right? So I literally would go like door to door to the small businesses in our town and be like, Hey, can I be your consultant and help you like improve your business and market it and get more like people and customers. Uh, And they would indulge me. And it was super fun because, um, you know, I helped them a bit. And then I learned so much from them. Um, so I knew, that's what I wanted to do for a living is help people with their businesses. Hmm. And um, the school I went to, you had to apply to this program along with your college application. So I was, I was very dedicated.
0: <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. So then what, what from there, how did, how did that, how did you end up at Microsoft? Right? How did you end up doing something? I mean, I, I realized records man, records management, you and I were just talking about whether or not that's true. IT or not, which I say it is, and you were wondering if it was.
1: Oh, no, I didn't say records management was IT. I said I wouldn't consider myself as working in the IT department any time in my career.
0: Okay. (laughs) But you're definitely supporting the efforts of IT departments, which is very, very important. So how how did you get into this role? I mean, how did you get into compliance?
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's a little bit of a a story. (laughs) So also when I was at college as part of my, um, financial aid package, I had a work study job and I had worked at McDonald's in, in high school. And they were like, Oh, Hey, you have customer service skills. You should work at the it help desk. (laughs) Um, I also was kind of a geek about computers as well. Um, so I worked there for four years and my senior year actually Ryan Cunningham installed a SharePoint server for, he was our student body president. And we wanted to have collaboration in place for the different clubs and organizations to work. Mm. Now this was 2004. So we broke SharePoint really fast. And then the IT help desk had to figure out how to fix it. Uh, After school, I got hired at Hitachi Consulting, uh, which had just started, it was Arthur Anderson before. Uh, and my first project was out at Microsoft, uh, helping them define the marketing pipeline for our major subsidiaries around the world. Uh, they wanted to use SharePoint for the project. I told people, Hey, you I know, told how, you to know use how to this. break it. And then from then on, I was the SharePoint person in our 200 person office. Wow. Um, so then in the, I don't even know if it was late 2006 or 2007, Mm. um, the SharePoint product team hired Hitachi to do a project to plan the enterprise content management feature set that we released in 2010. Mm. And they're like, oh, we have the perfect SharePoint person to put on this project. Uh, And so I was assigned, yeah, working on the product team, doing the competitor research um, and figuring out what features to add um, and records management was a part of that release. So that's when I first got exposure to all the different tools, spoke with record ma- records managers to understand their requirements, um, and helped do the research to inform those features.
0: Wow, so you've been helping put that capability into Microsoft 365 since the very beginning.
1: Yeah, literally since the beginning.
0: <laughs> that's pretty amazing. so so I mean, uh, there's many who may not understand how important that is. Can, can you elaborate a little bit about how important the compliance aspect is for, for these environments?
1: Well, um, we have laws and regulations we need to follow. Um, let's use Enron as an example, because that's why Arthur Anderson doesn't exist anymore and turned into Hitachi Consulting. Um, there wasn't any, there weren't any laws about how you needed to keep um, records of your transactions and business dealings. Uh, I'm, I'm very much generalizing this. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: so they were able to kind of destroy a lot of the evidence about what had happened. Um, so that led to SOX compliance um, mm-hmm. in, in that industry. Um, and so now there's laws about, you need to keep this type of business record, be it a contract or communication about a decision. Um, for this long. And there's different categories of information and then different time periods for how long you need to keep it, um, how it can be destroyed, et cetera. Uh, And that's specifically so that we can have a paper trail of your government to comply with freedom of information requests, um, because these records are our history. And that's how we figure out what happened.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, it's important and that's why I wanted to elaborate. I mean, I'm familiar with it, but it's important for people who have never really thought about it, how important that component is. So, so did that work on 2010 then bring you into the uh, Microsoft uh, realm on the work for them? But when, when how did you end up working for Microsoft in this space?
1: Uh, well, I stayed on as a consultant uh, until this January of this year, actually. Wow. So January 2021. Um, they hadn't had somebody in the records management um, product marketing manager position, which the product marketing manager at Microsoft is kind of a little different. It's, it's almost like you're the CEO of the business, mm. the, that one product or that one area of the business. So they had had someone doing that since about SharePoint 2013 days. Um, and I knew I wanted this job when it came around. And so I just picked my consulting work to build my skills In this area and then when the job came up um they reached out to me and i of course jumped at the
0: chance absolutely wow well congrats i mean i realize it's been five months but congrats thank you so um so you've been working in this space now though for for quite some time so and the way we do business the way we interact with each other what's something about the way we we do this business that you would that you would change if somebody said erica you know, we need to improve the way we, we do. I, I know I generally say IT normally, but you know you're not you're not classifying yourself as an IT IT career person. But the way we the way we do do things is there is there something you would change about the way in that in that respect?
1: Well, I wish that we were better at um, training people how to ask the right questions. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of layers to that. It could be questions like why are we doing this? Is it the way it's always been done or is it because there's a real practical business reason? Uh, I run into that a lot in the records management world. Uh, It could be asking ourselves um, questions about whether our uh, views are biased against um, people of different backgrounds, ethnicities, capabilities. Um, It could be questions about uh, assumptions when we're gathering requirements for a product. you know, sometimes we think someone says something, they mean one thing, they really mean the other. And if we just asked the follow-up question to clarify that, we would have saved a lot of time, money, and heartache. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish that was part mm-hmm. as emphasized in the education as much as, you know, learning the next
0: tool. Wow, that's, a, that's an interesting thing. I've never really thought about that. I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a software engineer myself and you're right, in school, they never teach you good question good ways to ask questions or different ways to ask questions or ways to try to get to behind the scenes what's actually happening so that's an interesting thought
1: yeah thanks
0: Wow and, and definitely something we should definitely we should do right I mean you' you're, you're right today we uh, well in IT in general we have a problem with what we call it IT gatekeeping people who have always done it this way and so we're gonna continue to do it this way and it is a blockage for new people wanting to get involved uh, in work. Right.
1: Well, and new people getting involved should be a blessing because they're going to ask all of these questions that seem really obvious to them, but no one's ever asked or thought about. I see that happen all the time yeah. on these types of projects.
0: Ah, that's good. That's a really good change. So where do you see yourself going? You've written this book. You're, you're at Microsoft now. What What's the future for Erica look like? And what's the, what's the future for this compliance um, capability that Microsoft's producing?
1: Well, I'm what is it, five months in now to the job. So I'm still working with leadership to define and agree on our vision for the records management and information governance space. Um, we should be actually wrapping that up here pretty soon. Um, I hope I can stay on uh, in this role for a couple of years, actually, I'd like to stay here longer than your typical employee would stay in a role. I kind of encourage you you know, to change it up every two years or so, I'd like, hope I can stay a little longer. Um, <laughs> But beyond that, i actually don't really like to plan for the future in terms of career. Um, I like to more look for opportunities and be open to things when they come along um, than make specific plans. Um, of course, I'm always gonna look for, uh, be, I'll always be planning to have personal growth and, ed- and learn new things and meet more people and learn from different viewpoints. Um, but beyond that, I don't like to do goals.
0: No, that's understood. That's, that's understandable. But there's definitely a lot going on in the compliance space. I know a number of federal agencies, I'm in that, in that space, my, my federal agency, who are finally starting to go, oh, wait, this technology can do all this for us. Why how aren't we leveraging it? So there's definitely a huge future in the space uh, for growth for Microsoft.
1: It just amazes me the pace of innovation in the compliance group. It's faster than anything I've ever seen, you know, in my 15 years being around this space. Hmm. Um, It was really difficult writing the book, actually. Um, I rewrote the entire book three times because things were changing so quickly and so fast that it just became outdated. Um, Fortunately, now I think we're in a spot where the base technology is there and not changing so fast. It's more that we're adding new features and functionality. So hopefully, you know, my book won't become outdated in six months.
0: It's not <laughs> yet, for sure. So, well, thank you so much, Erica, for joining me on the podcast today. I, I, it was a chance encounter when you had uh, reached out to me for something else. And I, and I was like, wow, I'm reading your book. So I definitely to ask her to be on the podcast. So I, I appreciate that you were uh, willing to come on. Yeah, thanks again for having me.